record. With, there we go. With your one battery. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if uh, not, you hosting the sucker? Oh, yeah, I'm hosting the sucker. We're on an even-numbered episode. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, in, in the parlance of our ancestors, let's run this puppy over. Welcome back to Dad's Meat World. That's my radio shock jock voice, apparently, where we uh, we like to take a look back at that 90s series that uh, everyone's rediscovering these days and uh, look at it through the eyes of two dads. We've just wrapped up two seasons. I am dad number one looking back with fond memories and joining me, by the way, dad number one, Brett, joining me on the other end of this call. Oh, sorry. Dad number two. I'm here. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, it's been a couple weeks since we got to record. How's it going? It has been a little bit since you and I have been either physically and or on, on the mic uh, to record. Uh, been okay. Uh, started a new gig. So fun. New transitions. Yay. Um, really, real... Uh, Nothing much more than that. <laughs> what about you, Mr. I went on a cruise? I did. Yes. Oh, it's been it has been a whirlwind month in our household. Yeah. Uh, good looking people. I'm sure you uh, remember me talking all kinds of wonderful things about my wife. And uh, she graduated with her master's. And so our celebration was we booked a cruise to the bahamas and so two weeks ago from this recording i was floating around in the bahamas the week that our season finale episode debuted and i'm still not sure how but that's why for the first 12 12 hours no the first day or so that that episode was up that uh you had episode 22's audio up <laughs> but uh yeah sure. it was a great cruise the uh getting down there was an adventure we had uh we had a delayed flight we had a two days prior confirmed hotel reservation go missing within the confirmation and actually landing in atlanta before we headed over to miami so scrambling to find a new hotel right before we left off from Atlanta and then landing in Miami at like midnight and waiting for the shuttle. Uh, but the cruise itself was fantastic. Uh, perfect weather. Uh, very relaxing. Get to pretend you're rich, you know, get people all over the ship that are it's their job to to uh, serve you and. Yeah, a lot of fun. Beautiful weather, lots of great pictures. And uh, I'm gearing up to uh, go out on my annual uh, get-together with a bunch of guys that I have gotten together this time of year, pretty much every year for the last 21 years. Uh, we started in college. We use our fantasy football league as an excuse to keep us in touch every year. So my annual mancation's coming up. <laughs> Like I said, busy, busy time around our household. <laughs> well, as Mr. Feeney really underplayed uh, or overplayed how important an education is, uh, someone once upon a time made way too much uh, of way way too much of his experience in college and the connections he had, and people just assumed, <laughs> oh, when you go to college, you make lifelong friends, and then you know that's what happened for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Still good people out there, but not like fantasy football get together every year, friends. So, yeah, it's it, it's not it doesn't always happen. No, yeah, that's all right. And you don't always have a best friend only forever, just like Corey and Sean or no. meet the love of your life at five years old as well. So that is probably the least expected thing to happen out of all of that group. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Topanga wonders how many people were damaged by their story and 
good generation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Should we get into this uh, uh, final grading of uh, season two? Brent? I think we should. Um, you know, let's let's take a look back at season two. Uh, I've got a little structure in mind here. Let's start off with just a look at some of our favorite episodes. Uh, Tyler, what were some of the highlights for you through season two? Oh, highlights. I mean, (laughs) probably one of the biggest highlights was uh, having our wives come in and talk about uh, the episode of a little wake up a little Corey and getting their uh, explanation of what they <laughs> feel and understand about that episode. That's also the episode we almost broke uh, Kelly. So that was kind of fun too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, getting to for spoilers uh, behind the scene, look, we record the last two episodes back to back on our last night on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just kind of nice getting to do those two episodes with you kind of back to back the way we did. And, you know, anytime you and I get to record together is quite wonderful and quite nice and a lot of fun. Um, yeah, there more episodes surprised me this season than I think I was expecting. Like the episodes I absolutely hated, I, I eviscerated and the ones I loved, you know, I gave nothing but praise to. So, yeah, it, it was an interesting experience this go around compared to last season. So mm-hmm. what about you, Brent? Uh, definitely bringing the wives on, especially for for that episode. Uh, very, very uh, highlight memorable. Um, and uh <laughs> I would say the return of get off my lawn, old man Tyler, definitely ranks high on my list. Uh, <laughs> we had when, when we got multiple into episodes of that. yes, multiple episodes, but definitely when we got into I am not a crook. <laughs> yeah, that episode almost broke me. <laughs> that one was a lot of fun to record. <laughs> Maybe for you. Oh yes, definitely for me. <laughs> Ah, yes. And so, uh, good-looking people, we you you know we here at Dad's Meat World, we love to grade our episodes. And as with last year, I took all of our grades and I averaged them out. And some fun facts here. When it comes to the letter grades, we gave out... <laughs> Now, Tyler, you kind of, you tried to throw off the, the curve on this one with one of your grades, but we gave out a grand total between the two of us of three Fs, even though Tyler wow. gave out one of them was an F+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I Am Not a Crook was one episode that got an F from both of us, and Tyler, you gave on the air an F+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. We can go with just a regular F. I most went with a plus because oh, uh, that's what Feeny gave to the when, one student. When I factored the actual numerical value, I just factored it as an F. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for five, we also gave out five solid A pluses as well, and we had a lot of A's. So. Tyler, I'm going to share my screen with you I here. I was waiting. I've been waiting for this, Brett. Show me the screen. <laughs> Show me our little calendar. Or our little calendar, am. little chart. So, overall, Tyler yeah, comes in with a final yours. grade on 86. season two of 86%, <laughs> a solid B. And I came in with an 85%, which is a solid B as well. I'm actually a little bit lower on season two than I was on season one. But yes, as as, uh, as we look through, yeah, good looking people. Uh, we were a little, surprisingly a little bit lower on our average uh, season one to season two. But individually, there were the... Our spikes were a little bit higher into, compared to last year. Our, our mountains and valleys were different, a little bit uh-huh. higher to lower. Uh, those those A pluses to F and F pluses were a lot different. <laughs> oh, yeah. But still, a very solid and good season grade-wise overall. Yeah. Now, and good-looking people, I'm going to put these all on our social our, our social media accounts as well, because 
I spent a lot of time making these graphics, and uh, you know, you you have to see these, especially since we're not recording video. But uh, I'm gonna drop the uh, Tyler graph into our chat window here and let him see because uh, as with last uh, last season's look, Tyler really enjoys seeing the uh, graphic with his head bouncing all around on the graph. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Being able to see it's so, funny all, so many me's. <laughs> oh yes, uh, just just seeing all of our grades laid out on a graph—it's just a lot of fun. Yeah the the value the value the 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 highs and lows of this season is quite intense, and it's re- right really right in that middle. To the towards the end of the season that it like really dips hardcore like it really does that first part of the season for us it was pretty steady going and then mm-hmm. about the middle of the season it was just a roller coaster when it came to <laughs> our our perceived quality <laughs> so many of our faces <laughs> Yes, good-looking people, don't worry. But when this episode drops, I will have these images ready to go on our Instagram and Facebook wall for you to look at right alongside your listening pleasure. (laughs) But, I mean, like, for both of us, it's very... There's only one or two where we're really far off from each other. For the most part, we're kind of going in the same vein, same direction. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. You know... But it's it's because there's one episode I'm not sure which one it is, but I gave a B minus and you gave an A plus to a different one. Um, you gave a B, I gave an A plus. So like those aren't hugely mm-hmm. different from one another. Yeah, even when we're spaced out, it's never by more than a couple of letter grades at most. And you know, we we start around the same area and in the same, you know, the first few episodes, we're in the same zone, pretty steady. And we even though we hit this midpoint where it's just up and down, and it's it's like watching watching a heart monitor in a hospital. The last few mm-hmm. episodes they end really strong with as well. And that same target zone as the they started with. So they start strong yeah. and they end strong. Yeah. Well, the first three and roughly the last three, we roughly gave, you know, B plus, A minus grades. So That's right. We're A grades, not A minus, sorry. But yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it's, it's accurate to what I felt about the season. You know, <laughs> you watch so many and then you only really watch the really great <laughs> ones and then you avoid the bottom of the barrel and... They do want you to take the roles. <laughs> That's right. So let, let's look at what made those those peaks and valleys interesting. Oh, oh, let's talk about some of the character arcs that that made those valleys and peaks interesting. Corey. So he starts out the season just wanting to fit in and wanting to find a place to fit in. Yeah. Do we think by the end of the season that he's made any progress on that? Uh, I, th- from my personal take, I feel like Corey goes through. I think a lot of middle schoolers go through, which is you kind of hit this plateau point of just, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. and I think everyone naturally goes into the places that they're supposed to be. Corey's biggest problem, and I think it's in um, Thrilla in Philadelphia, or in Philly, that he finally is like, oh, I'm trying too hard. And I'm not, I can fake it, but I'm not this guy. Mm-hmm. And I think he really, also with the next two episodes of, you know, Sean having his problems at home and, you know, him coming and living with him also kind of seeped into him of what it means for Corey to be him and also coming to more of an appreciation for his parents and for his life. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, is Corey still going to have to learn the same lessons over and over again? Of course. But 
as compared to who we meet in the first episode this season to who we meet later on, there is a complete transformation of this character and, and really getting him to that place he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so, I would agree. Yeah. Now, for my money, Sean has the most defined arc through the season because he starts out confident at the beginning of the year. He, nothing phases him. Now, granted, he did buy the mutton chops. You know, he had he bought the sideburns. So for the first episode, back to school. Corey, I forgot the plan. I lost my copy of the plan. We're old enough to buy our own hair. So, yes, in back to school, he's kind of unsure of himself. But by the end of that episode, he's making out with a girl in the locker. Nothing phases him. And so for the first for the bulk of the season, he's he's very much his own self. Mm-hmm. But. He hits that crisis of confidence, and through the back half of the season, he starts to really struggle with who he is, where he fits in, and he hits that crisis of confidence with his dad and his mom, uh, with mom leaving, dad going out to find him, and those last few episodes at the end really cement his arc of starting to find out where he fits, like a puzzle piece. And so I really love the arc that they – granted, they weren't thinking arc, a whole lot of arc back in 1994, 95. But it, it's something that they stumbled upon. And, and they, they probably thought big picture, they, they, you know, they want this character to go from here to here by the end of the season. But they did a really good job, in my opinion, with Sean. Mm-hmm. Well, even Eric, like, by far of the three main characters, he has the least growth and least amount of an arc. But we do see that there is more to him this season. Mm -hmm. And we see him almost that um, facade of I'm the cool big brother really starts to trickle away this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I mean, by far, one of his best Eric-led episodes is in this season with the yep. whole cheating controversy. So, yeah, you know, and I think we really see that Eric can kind of carry the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've got in my notes that he's really starting to see that he's beginning to realize that there's some real decisions to be made after high school and his looks aren't going to be enough to carry him. But all I want to be is a weatherman. <laughs> now, now, how how do you feel about Alan and Amy this season? I do think they were underutilized, especially yes. Amy. Uh, with Alan, I mean, we got a couple of of pieces of meat, especially with uh, toward the end of the season, where uh, early in the season he starts to confront his mortality, his age, his limitations as a man. And that comes back again at the end. We get some moments here of him being a father dispensing wisdom. We get some, we get some peaks behind the curtain. We get some moments with Alan, but especially with Amy, we don't really get a whole lot beyond uh, she has a new job. She is, competent as a mother she shows some concern for her children at times but i really do feel like they were underutilized especially compared to season one right well and that's the thing is there's there were so many opportunities for alan to to say something more there was there's room for amy to help explain things to him and they just don't let those things happen Mm-hmm. I mean, it is that awkward transition of going from a the family friendly, like the parents are the ones that know what's going on to, you know, doing things more in school. We spent mm-hmm. a lot more time at school and Corey has several episodes where he's learning stuff primarily from his classmates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as teenagers transition into high school, high school, high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is part of it. Um, but it. I wish we would have had a couple of moments with them still more because we know the type of parents that 
based on the first season of who these parents are. And they're not the not involved parents. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like a Nick, a Nickelodeon parent that comes in and says their corny joke or messes something up and runs away. Um, that's not who they are or Disney Channel parent for that matter either. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you just always feel like they could have been doing more. Yep. And it's not a as in the storyline sense. It's a the writer should have done more. Yes. <laughs> with. Alan and Amy. Definitely. My son! <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will say... Uh, <laughs> totally unplanned. <laughs> one, one of the... One of the surprises was how long Morgan is actually in this season. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that her in short doses is much better than her taking up a lot of spaces. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, as sad as I am because she's adorable, it's also nice because there's only so many cute kid things you can do. Very true. And so, I mean, I, I can't wait for the next Morgan to come along because I know that we're officially done uh, with Lily's version of Morgan. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Um, and I, you know, I love the dynamic that Corey and Morgan later on have, you know, of mm-hmm. her getting closer to the age he was whenever the show started so yep but yeah. yes yeah and know. you know i've got <laughs> mr feeney mr turner on here you know they don't necessarily have big arcs of their own but just to just to recognize them you know mr feeney adjusts his role as an administrator and an educator and he does bring in mr turner under his wing and mr turner is the new groovy teacher we do see a lot of growth with him where he's coming in as groovy teacher he we do see him open up to students and we see a lot of uh, a lot of learning from him, especially learning through his mistakes and learning mm-hmm. from Mr. Feeney and yep. becoming the type of person who will not just open up to his students in class, but will go outside of class and even open up his home to a student. Yeah. Well, and I think that's that may be the biggest adult progression because Mr. Feeney is Mr. Feeney. It doesn't matter if he's a sixth grade teacher, a high school and middle school teacher, or the principal. Whatever role he has, he's going to kill it. Uh, and he's always going to be teaching, and he's always going to be next door neighbor. But Mr. Turner, we first meet him, and Corey thinks he's Harley because he has a motorcycle helmet. And he's wearing <laughs> jeans. And he has a leather jacket. So he doesn't look like a teacher. And by the end of the show, he's still wearing all those things. But, you know, he presents himself and, and makes clear of he wants to make a commitment, but it's not for love, but it's for, you know, a hope for a future for someone else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because if I had done to me what I did to them, then I'd have done the same thing to me that they did. <laughs> Well, speaking of which, we're going to have to... I forgot to get a correspondence from our teacher extraordinaire. Um, I haven't seen her in a little bit, so I'll have to get her uh, take on this season at some point and report back. Ah, yes. So, uh... Let's let's move, let's talk some more about our favorites. I've got two other things here, and then we'll move into. Uh, I believe you have a game for us. Let's talk yes. about some of our favorite <laughs> guest stars, one-off guest guest stars. I I jotted down three one-off that were my favorite guest stars, and three recurring favorite guest stars. So, uh, I'll share my three one-off guest stars with you, in no particular order. Uh, uh-huh. Leon White Vader. Yep. I, I, I have him in the one-off category because we only see him once this season. Leon White, Vader. Next time, you would be Texas, Texas Deathmatch. Loser. Loser. Leaves town. <laughs> Very clear why I love Vader. I've said it many times during our recording of that episode. So just brings so much color to the world of, of Boy Meets World. Uh my second one-off that I want to share about is Daniil Harris, TK, 
Teresa mm-hmm. Kiner. I, I sure remember saying many, many times, I wish we got more of Teresa Kiner, TK, because she was such a fantastic, fantastic young actress at that time and has gone mm-hmm. on to do many, many more projects that she has just grown into a fantastic actress anyway. But she yeah. has such great chemistry with Corey and the character was fantastic anyway. Yeah. I would love to have seen more Teresa, that's for sure. And uh, if you want more on those thoughts, uh, just wait, because eventually that may come out. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> Kevin West. Marion Stimpleton. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is just a crime that he was only in Back to School because he would have been a great foil to show up just here and there. Anytime Harley Kiner showed up is even just for a line or two, it would have it's such such potential. (laughs) Or, I mean, even for Turner, like that would have been a great like, you know, anytime he's doing something that's a little out there. I mean, like you can't do that. That's against the rules. Can't do that. Mr. Feeney will hear about this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll say because technically this this person was in two episodes. But there's only really one episode that she was like a real feature and like really a part of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll include her in this list. And that would be uh, Jessica Wesson. Mm-hmm. And just she does a fantastic job of being close enough to Topanga without being Topanga. And I think really helping Corey understand a little bit better about what he is doing and why he was wrong to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great, really good character. Uh, and then the other one, oh, stop it. The other one, I need to grab her name. Matthew Webb. Yeah. Gloria. Mm-hmm. From Cerno. Ah, yes. My yes. love she is was, an ocean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was just fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I wish we could have had more with her and more with Harley. I wish they would have done their own little spinoff show of Harley and uh, Gloria. Yeah, she was number <laughs> four on my list. <laughs> I'm glad she was on your list. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to think if there's another one, but I can't. Well, it's not an actual character, but I like that they uh, had a action park ripoff <laughs> in uh, Danger Boy. Oh, um, yeah. So that... That was a great cameo, quote unquote, for for my yeah, vantage point. That uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> no. I'm assuming one of your recurring guests was uh, Adam Scott as oh, Griff. How could it not be <laughs> Adam mm-hmm. Scott? Definitely. Oh yeah. I mean, I think we've we've sung enough of Adam's praises. I don't want to give him too big of a head. <laughs> well, uh, yes. <laughs> because he is listening to this podcast, and we are inflating yes. his ego <laughs> now. I, I do have to say, Brad, I think we need to talk about this. Uh, who do we actually prefer, Harley or Griff? Mm, honestly, I probably prefer Harley. I mean, as much as I love Adam and Griff, what he brings to the show, I find I do miss Harley. Yeah, I that's how I feel as well. I it feels different not in a bad way but it's it's different mm-hmm. and i almost feel like they had almost intention for harley to drive feeny crazy with some of these shenanigans but like potentially when Harley, like with the way that um i'm blanking on his actor's name right now but the way he portrayed him it's almost like they couldn't do certain bits so mm-hmm. when he was ready to leave then they were able to get someone to do some of those things so i don't know i again i still love griff and i wish we could have had more time with him and that's that's probably the the biggest downside to griff is that he is literally only in like four episodes total yep so oh yeah yeah i do agree with you and i wish that we would have had the last episode with harley and that probably would have been an a plus episode from both of us in all honesty totally that that would have been yeah so number two on my favorite recurring uh, guest stars is Marguerite Moreau. Now, she played Rebecca, also known as the girlfriend that Eric gets walked in on by Corey. 
simply on the list because I thought she was one of the better girlfriends for Eric because she it wasn't necessarily just that episode because she was in a couple of episodes with him. Mm-hmm. And over, they're laying some groundwork. Of yeah, they laid some groundwork. Together. They laid some groundwork, and just the way that Marguerite was able to to build up that character over those two episodes, and the timing, her timing as an actress was just on point. Look at my face. Do I look happy? <laughs> <laughs> you have what I have. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> My son. Uh, I have you. <laughs> I have you. I have you by your ovaries. <laughs> yes. Uh, and my third, Blake Clark. I had a feeling it was going to be Good Blake Clark. Chet Hunter, of course. Yeah, I was watching uh, Good Looking People AF. Uh, I, I was you pro- if you follow us on socials on the good old X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, you, you probably saw me. Uh, share. I don't know. We can't call it tweet anymore. Share, I'll call it. I xed out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Brett. I don't I was, know. I, I was know. watching. I was watching <laughs> Community the other night, and uh, I came across yes. the episode where. Uh, Blake is uh, guesting as Coach Bogner, so I took a picture of my screen or two and shared it out on a... That is, honestly, that is quite possibly the most active post we have on X. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all from community-related profiles. (laughs) Fair. Fair, fair. What about you, Tyler? Just that man bring something to this show that it desperately needed, which was a really good actor who could come in, take over like a, a scene or two, episode or two, and then leave. Yep. He does a lot with almost nothing most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite episodes in season four is the Thanksgiving episode because he is trying <laughs> desperately to to shoo off the Matthewses mm-hmm. and trying not to offend them at the same time and also being proud of who they are. And so mm-hmm. it's just this this complicated mess that he is in. Oh, yeah. I watch that every year on Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. Terrific. So what else do you have for us? Well, duh. how about we go into your game that you got for us? Very well. So I, I I like looking looking at a whole Brett for the season of mm-hmm. of the 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 dirty deeds that uh, our our friends Corey Sean and sometimes <laughs> Eric also get up to and so I kind of just wrote down um, based on each episode of, of the 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 schemes the things they they were up to that uh, might need to be called out mm-hmm. and so now Brett I have to ask you what is the worst thing that the boys were up to this year. The now, I wrote very them down. Worst. I have a little, I'll show you on my screen, just a small little uh, bracket right down here <laughs> to kind of help uh, keep me organized. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just, I'm going to tell you each of the things. We're mostly mm-hmm. going, you know, based on episodes. And all so right, we'll, right. we'll hit the first round of the bracket and then we'll come back through and we'll get to what you feel is the worst thing the boys did. Now, if you would like my opinion, I'll definitely give opinion. And then if you think that we are, are off and, uh, Need to flip a coin, then I'll find a coin and we'll flip it. So okay, all right, take <laughs> us away. <laughs> all right, so here we go. First round. What's worse, do you think, Brett? Uh, sorry, this is going based on we're dads. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at our kids oh, yes. doing these things. So <laughs> context. All right, so what's worse, Brett? Uh, your kid uh, about to get into a fight on the first day of school, or uh, asking on a girl he doesn't know. Hmm. Uh, honestly, I'm going to say asking on a girl he doesn't even know. Yep, I agree with that. Fights happen. It didn't actually fully happen. Yeah. And, you know, PSA, I'm, good looking people. Not that I encourage my children to get into fights at school, but there could be very good reasons for why my son or daughter may be in that position. 
there yeah, there exactly. could be very valid reasons. Uh, this is an interesting one. Mocking the principal with the uh, school paper <laughs> or uh, taking your class on strike. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with mocking the school principal. I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, essentially, I mean, in the context of the show, it was just the two of them walking out, which is yeah. not hard the problem is is that when you literally mock the principal you are you're undermining the authority of that individual and it's a personal attack (laughs) ditching a friend for popularity or kissing a girl that's not you're not dating Ooh, ditching a friend for popularity or kissing a girl that you're not dating That one's tough. It's six of one and a half dozen the other. Um, let's go with uh, let's go with ditching your friend for popularity. Yeah, that's fine. That one's a 50-50 toss up for me. Like, yeah, could be one or the other, really. Mm-hmm. All right, so this one's a fun one. Lying about, uh, you know, <laughs> or. Lying about being able to play music oh. to impress a chick. Oh, <laughs> definitely lying about you know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Lying to impress, lying about being able to play music, you're going to be found out pretty quick, and that's just, you're, you're oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I said it was a fun one. I didn't say it was a, you know, hard yeah. one. That's like hiding a. That's like hiding Frankie or Stumpy's revenge in a Barney jacket. Uh, next one is making out with someone that you're not dating, <laughs> or uh, stealing uh, your friend's girl twice. <laughs> oh man. Um... You know what? I'm going to go with making out with someone you're not dating. <laughs> All right. So next one. Uh, false promise uh, to become class uh, president or trying to get a date to a party. Like lying about the intentions mm-hmm. of wanting to date someone. Oh, man. I don't like either one of those. I, I got to flip a coin on this one. I mean, personally, for me, as much as I'd like to go with the false promises, because I hate that episode, I think lying to a girl just to get them to date you like that would be like falsely agreeing to be someone significant other is a is a very bad line. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I would go for. So yeah. uh, I'll lean in with you on that one. Creating an illegal radio show or uh, cheating on a test slash lying about how you got mono. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, Pirate radio. Yep. Uh, Watching a movie instead of reading the book or uh, changing your identity. Identity. Okay. Hello. Sorry, I'm just quickly going through and making sure I'm not looking for the numbers that we uh, eliminated. <laughs> All right. So for the, no, I'll wait to tell you what the uh, other options I wrote down for the uh, last two episodes. <laughs> All right. So next one up. Uh, Ask a girl out they don't know, or a person out that they don't know, or mocking uh, the principal with the newspaper. Mocking the principal. Yep. All righty. So the next one is lying about, you know, (laughs) or uh, embarrassed about uh, his father's job. Hmm. I'm still going to go with lying about you know. Yep. Good call. 
All right. So to making out with someone you're not dating or trying to get a date uh, to a party slash lying about your intentions. Uh, second one there. Yep. Lying about intentions. I, I agree. Yeah. All right. Changing uh, identity. Trying to become a jock, something you're not, or whining after you got exactly what you wanted, which was your best friend to live with you. (laughs) Mm. I'm going to go with changing your identity. Yep. Fair. Fair, fair. Okay. So, uh, I'm saying uh, ditching a friend for popularity or. Lying about, you know. Lying about, you know. (laughs) I'm in it for the chicks. All right. uh, Doing an illegal radio show, pirate radio, or uh, changing your identity. Mm. Pirate radio. All right. So these are our final four. Mocking principle with... uh, School paper, lying about, you, you know, know. <laughs> uh, lying to someone about your intentions or why you're dating them, or illegal radio show. Mm-hmm. So, Brett, what's worse, uh, making uh, prince or make uh, mocking the principal with the school paper, or you know. <laughs> Interesting that we've arrived at these final four, and these both these both of these two options are are both undermining another individual and attacking them savagely. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with lying about you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say in the context of the show in the two different episodes, one is a lot. Uh, one is mocking someone who can take it. Mm-hmm. The and other someone, one someone, could literally ruin someone's life. Yeah, and not only someone who can take it, but someone who has the the authority to respond in kind. Mm-hmm. All right, Brett. Next one up. Last of our final four. Uh, lying to someone about the intentions of dating them or pirate radio. Hmm. Well... Lying to someone about the intentions of dating them. So, Brett, what was worse? <laughs> the fact that Corey uh, accidentally fell asleep beside Topanga and then allowed people to think that the two of them had, you, you know. know. <laughs> or the fact that he asked out a girl with no intentions of dating her outside of the uh, one day that they were going to date and then hope to break up with her, but then decided that, well, I'll just stay with her forever and create one of the greatest uh, phrasing of they want you to take the roles. Which one's worse, (laughs) Brett? Oh, Corey was a dillweed in both instances, but he was absolutely worse by dragging Topanga through the mud, so... You know. Yep. I agree with that completely. The So there, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We have decided that the worst thing Corey did this school year was lying about having you know with uh, <laughs> Topanga. Uh, my apologies to any and all people that have little ones that are listening around here. And hopefully they don't understand what we're talking about when we say you know. Yeah. I'm going to like this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, Nobody's so talking to I you. Say, when it comes to the yearbook, and they're like, "Well, we didn't do anything." I just listed out a bunch of stuff that we see them do. So <laughs> I know there's plenty for you to talk about. How did no one remember that they started an illegal pirate radio station with a new constitution and their first bill, a new bill of rights, and they have the right to dance? Yes. <laughs> oh man. Well, Brett, I think my battery's about to die. So, well, I've is got, there anything else we need to do? Well, I've got one more quick game for you. Hopefully, Yay. your battery holds up for it. We're going to play a quick game of keep trade cut. Keep trade cut. Because okay. we're getting into football season. Keep trade cut. Now, for you good-looking people at home who've never played this game, I'm going to give three 
three items. It could be anything. And you have to keep one. You have to cut one, you know, get rid of it. And the third item, you trade someone else. Very simple. It's it, You play it in different variations around the world. So, yep. Tyler, keep, trade, cut. First one, Corey's Girlfriends. All right. So, from season two, keep, trade, cut. TK, Wendy, and Ingrid. Ooh. Well, I am 100% cutting Ingrid. <laughs> she doesn't even last the whole episode of being his girlfriend. Um, and she ditches him every opportunity she's gotten. Mm-hmm. I think the player that I can get the most value from in this situation <laughs> is going to be Wendy. So I will trade her because I think I'll get a better return in the end. And I'm keeping TK. That's exactly how I would would uh, would play the game, <laughs> even though uh, Wendy is the girl that Corey lied to about wanting to date her. Just, uh... <laughs> but uh, there we go. Second round, keep trade cut. Sean's girlfriends, Linda, Stacy, or Debbie. <laughs> I would trade Linda. I would cut Stacy. I would keep Debbie. Uh, I'm going to trade Debbie to Sean. I'm going to keep Stacy and, and cut Linda. But I like Linda more. <laughs> All right. Round three. Keep trade Stacy Stacy likes foreign films. <laughs> yeah, but I do too. So, <laughs> hey, I was in the theaters for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> All right. Final round. Keep trade cut. Pranks slash schemes. Weenie, The Exits, and Pirate Radio. Oh. I'm... What was the second one? The Exits. I'm cutting that. (laughs) I'm trading the uh, Pirate Radio, and I'm keeping... um, uh, what the call it? Weenie. Uh, weenie. Weenie, weenie, I can read. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how I'd run it, too. Eggs just have no trade value. <laughs> what about uh, Eric's girlfriends? Eric's girlfriends? I do. Uh, uh, I didn't do a keep trade cut, but uh, I listed all the ones that I could remember. Uh, we got Desiree. We got Molly. We've got Rebecca. Kim, who uh, the girl who wants Sean to date her cousin, not Corey. We've got Tori Hart, and we've got Valerie Stevens, the ice skater. Uh, you want to pick your top three? Well, who was the girl he was... Uh, I always forget. Who's the girl that he was making out with in his parents' bed? That was Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. Well, I mean, I would say then that the, the top three would have been... Rebecca, Desiree, and Kim, because those are the ones he really had a relationship, quote unquote, with Mm -hmm. outside of the fact that the ones he was trying to date or be around. (laughs) So let's go with those three. I agree, because Molly, she was just it was a status relationship. And Tori, that was definitely not a real relationship. And Valerie, Jason screwed that one up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, good-looking people, that is our review. Wait, our... We didn't actually trade, cut, or keep. Them. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. All right. <laughs> my bad. My bad. All right. So keep trade, cut. Molly, Rebecca, and Desiree. No. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca. Or yeah, Kim. Rebecca, Desiree, and Kim. Me- Rebecca, Desiree, and Kim. 
<laughs> yes. To make it easier on you for my pick, I'm keeping Desiree. <laughs> I will trade Kim and cut Rebecca. I am trading Desiree uh, because I know Jason will take her. I am going to keep Rebecca and cut Kim. Fair. I mean, we didn't really know Kim all that much outside of the fact that they were dating and mm-hmm. they were dating a little bit long. Yeah, at least a week. It could Probably have been a Linda, couple. though. I know. I want to keep Linda. Yeah. <laughs> so for my takes, uh, Corey's perfect girls this season, or the perfect girl for these guys this season is TK, uh, Desiree, and Debbie. There you go. <laughs> and your perfect girls would be TK... Kim and Stacy. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm thinking Debbie is the best one for Sean, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the girl that's just out of his reach is a- the one that Sean exactly. wants. Exactly. It's it's the next one. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least at this point. <laughs> Well, good-looking people, that is an episode. That is our overview, our our report card for Season 2. We thank you for listening. And uh, we can't wait to get into Season 3. Yes, I am so excited. Yes. So don't forget to check us out on all of our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, X, slash Twitter, whatever they're calling it these days, yeah. at Dad's Meat World on YouTube. Check us all out. You can email us at dadsmeatworld at gmail.com. And until yeah. next time... Hey, let people know we're getting into season three. They need to start listening. That's right. But you know what? if you don't tell them, how are, we, how are they going to know that they need to be a part of this uh, good-looking people community? That's right. And you know what, Tyler? There is one thing that I did not do. What's that? I didn't give you a dad joke. <gasps> you didn't give me a dad joke. I need a dad joke. Give it to me I now. I didn't. All right. So let me pull this up here. I have, uh, I have a couple here. I failed my calculus exam because I was sitting in the middle of identical twins. I couldn't differentiate between them. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, good-looking people. And Tyler, I'll see you good-looking. I'll see you good-looking. They want you to take the rolls! Daz World is a production of Head First Studios. Head First Studios, tell your... so much every week and still be so stupid (laughs) choose the window i am showing you here here is the window of our grade breakdown can you see it there i can't hear you uh you've been muted hello can you hear me I can hear you, yes. I can't hear you. Ah, that's probably because I'm sharing my screen with you. Uh Uh-oh. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett has ended the (laughs) phone call with me for some odd reason. I don't know why, but he did. Oh, here he is. Hello? Hello? Did I do that? <laughs> do what? Okay. Sorry. We, Henry's just uh, woken up, apparently. Oh. My laughing may have woken him. <laughs>